All right. Well, honestly, I was reluctant. I was just a little reluctant to preach on what I was supposed to speak on today, uh, but it came to me four different ways. How many, how many want to talk about warfare? I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I resist it. I just don't. She wants it. I got one. I'll preach over here. I'll, okay, I got this side. This side's good on warfare. All right, now we get some over here. I don't know. It's just not my favorite thing. As a matter of fact, I have really bad, like, I, I need, no, no. I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm going to say the first time I preached on the first, uh, first scripture that I'm going to give you guys, I got annihilated in my homiletics class, and I almost quit and never, never spoke again. So I'm just telling you, this is like breaking, shattering, you know, <laughs> doing stuff, because this is where I got told, we don't feel anything except for bad for you. You remember that story? That's what they said to me. Sorry for you. Sorry for you. We don't feel anything except for sorry for you. Yes, amen. I'm going to preach the world. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so just, I just want to just speak because there are things that I feel like the Lord is kind of uh, highlighting, and he wants to just, listen, the, we're all in a battle. The battle is real, right? But Jesus reigns. Okay, I'm just saying, just remember this throughout the, the beginning of what I say, that the battle is real, but Jesus is always the victor, Okay. So there, and you're going to see, I'm going to just open some things up, things I hadn't seen before because I started to dig deep. And there are things that we need to understand. Everyone say, I need the spirit of understanding today to help me. You do. You really do. And, and, and I truly believe that, listen, John tells us, first John tells us that the whole world is in the sway of what? The evil one. Sorry to break the news, but that's the reality. Some of the things you're seeing happening in world global stuff happening in America, we, all these things are be contributed to powers of darkness, wickedness, principalities, and all these things working in the earth. How many know that? The Bible, Paul tells us, please do not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. So I'm just going to read this scripture, 1 John, before we start. He says, we know that whoever is born of God does not sin, but he who has been born of God keeps guard or keeps, he guards himself and the wicked one does not touch him. <laughs> Say amen. If I live, as I live clean, as, as the blood of Jesus has purified my life, I, the wicked one should have nothing in me. Amen? Amen. So we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Now, you can put that other scripture, 2 Corinthians 10, we'll put that up and I'll get to it in a second. But I, I just, I realize this, that the Lord is wanting to just get us in tune that there are spirits of darkness that rule over regions. They rule over the planet. I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of things, actually all of it, is ancient. It's been around way longer than you and I, these things that are moving through the earth. The angels that are helping us are way older than you and I, too. Remember that. And that they, they have a better gauge. As a matter of fact, they outnumber all the things that, that are coming against you. And I want you to also realize that God is the creator. And Lucifer, the fallen one, Satan, the liar, the dragon, the snake, is created. Okay. Just we're, that, That's groundwork for people in here because I realize that sometimes i got a spectrum of people that we're talking to. So we need to just understand that, there's, that God is creator of the universe, creator of all things. He is, he is king. The Lord is king of all things and, all, and, and over all the power of the enemy. 
And so we're just going to look at a few things because I need to open some things up so that we have understanding and we keep these things in mind. Not that I'm always in war mode, because honestly, I'd rather just get whacked with the Holy Spirit, the anointing, flow in the anointing. But the more of the anointing you get on you, you have to understand this, that it breaks the power of sin, death, hell, and the, and the grave. It does. And that's the anointing that we want. So we want to desire more of God, desire more of Him, and walk in the fullness of who he is so that we combat all these things because there are things that are ruling over your life because we open doors but we're going to close them today right and so the the holy spirit wants us to live in this place there's always this tension darkness and light you know it right there's always this tension of powers of darkness and the glory of god but the glory always wins I'm going to reiterate this over and over. The glory of God will always, out, will always trump the powers of darkness. It will always. So just for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity, into the obedience of Christ. Now, I just want to, we'll just stop on that word, warfare. Ready? Why warfare? Here, I'm going to give you some clues today. Everyone, we need understanding. We need to listen to what the, the word says and understand really technically what the word says. So I'm going to break apart some words for us today because warfare speaks of, it's actually meaning strategy and stra uh, strategically planned. So here, here's, here's the thing that the enemy wants to do. He's already got, he knows, human, he knows humans from the beginning of time. He knows humanity. He knows the weaknesses, not, he knows the weaknesses in every one of us and begins to try and whittle at the weakness to get you derailed from your destiny. Okay, and sometimes we come in and we don't we don't know anything about Jesus because here's here's a testimony right from the get go. When I came into spiritual warfare, I had just been saved literally a week and I had gotten free from like I got delivered from all the stuff. Really, I was I was set free and I'm laying in bed and I'm in this half in and out state and I could hear the hounds of hell growling. And I'm thinking, what is happening right now? And I can't even open my I feel like I can't move. Like I'm awake, but not awake. And I could hear all this, and I could sense demonic stuff happening. And then I felt my ankles being torn up with chains. And trying to pull me literally out the window. I'm just telling you, this is my first encounter with the powers of darkness. So all I knew to do is cry out one name. Jesus! Everything went away. But that's all I knew. Look at your neighbor and say, Jesus is enough. <laughs> Jesus is way more than enough. Listen, his name is above every other name. And so I want to tell you that because I was, I was bound in drug addiction. I was bound in alcoholism. I was bound in, in pornography and all kinds of other things that were attacking me in my mind, my will, my emotions, all of that. Why are we talking about strongholds? Why are we talking about warfare? For this very reason. Because even as a Christian, right, and I've cast devils out of Christians. I'm just going to be honest with people tonight. Okay? I've cast spirits out of people that have been walking with the Lord 20, 30 years. Okay? It's okay. Say it's okay. We want to get free. Everyone wants to be free. So I'm saying these things because I want us to keep in mind, listen, the enemy has a strategy, and he's looking to tie you up. And he strategically does things to try and stop you from getting, you, getting to your destiny. And so there's, I just, there are strategic assaults, but there's also strategy in heaven. And so I just want our minds to be focused Ready? I'm going to talk about darkness, but I'm going to bring us back to the light. Because there are things in the light, because I've seen angelic things, that, man, if any of the demonic stuff I ever saw early days, that stuff would toast anything I saw. Like, God is so big, and the powers of light will just 
totally dominate. They do totally dominate anything that's in, in darkness. And so there is no room. And the more we get in the light and we, we desire the light, and the, this word is what is established, ready? We're going to get into uh, strongholds and all those things. I'm trying to get through it all tonight and just get done with it, okay? But I, I just really feel like I want you to think because strategies come from heaven as well. Now, I just want you to think about Jericho, right? The word of the Lord came to Joshua, and he said, just go march seven times and blow the trumpets. Sounds like a good war strategy to take a city. Not really. We're going to march, and we're going to release the sound, and, and God was in the sound. Right? And God was in the, in the weird prophetic stuff. I promise you. And so the Lord wants to give us strategies for our region, for our homes, for our individual lives, so that we walk in complete freedom. And, they, and then there... Then we think of uh, Jehoshaphat. Just think of this. This is really, really good. Just think of Second Chronicles. I think it's twenty, chapter twenty. I I, I don't remember the reference, but the, he came. He sent forth the musicians first. They're going to war, and he sends the musicians for, first. And guess what? They didn't lose one person. As a matter of fact, the the holy the 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 spirit of God came in. And routed the enemy, slayed everyone. They took all their gold, all their silver, all the goodies, all the booty. And that's what we want. You want to know how to gain wealth? Get a strategy. Oh, I'm talking to someone. Ready? If, if, if God wants, he's got so many things. And, and listen, it's the simplicity of always what I preach from here, listening to God, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit so that when he speaks, we know what he's saying. And we step into that and we begin to walk it out so that we see the enemy running seven ways. Okay, that's, that's, that's what I'm seeing for New England. That's what I'm seeing for, you know, enough talk about we're forsaken, we're desolate, no one wants to go there. No one wants to come past New Jersey. Well, we get a lot of people here. But the, the word around the block is no one wants to come here. And if you're living here, get out of here. I'm just telling you. Meaning not you guys, but ministers, ministries, because ministries, it's hard. Okay. So God's a great strategist, isn't he? He really is a great strategist. He wants to help us, and he has downloads that he wants to release to you so that you walk and you understand exactly what he's speaking for you in every season of your life. Do you believe that? Yeah, you should. And, and he knows what's going on when it comes, down, comes to taking cities. He knows what's going on when it comes to take a family. If he can take a city like Jericho, he can surely bring your family to Jesus Christ. He can surely get you free from yourself. <laughs> he can. He can. He can really. And he can heal everyone and not one ever being sick among us. Because he did that in the desert. In the place of wilderness, he did that, right? And so the delay is, is, is we, we get in skirmishes and we focus on the enemy. Hello? When we focus on the enemy and his works, that causes the enemy to come closer, do a lot of things, you know, taunt you. Remember Goliath? Because there was just a taunting, taunting, taunting. And then finally David said, listen, is there not a cause? What's happening here? Will someone go, you know, I'm going to go smack this chump, you know, and knock this guy out. And that's basically what he said. It was a street fight. It was unfair. Nine-foot guy, 12-foot maybe, they say he was with a big spear, had six fingers. <laughs> That's a big fist. Anyway, so we want to keep, here's what I see. The, the Holy Spirit wants to bring in the ingathering, but there's mental blocks in the church. There's things that keep us hostage, and there's strategies 
strategies of the enemy. And really, even on an 82-degree day, thank you all for coming, <laughs> because it's sun. Right, no, we've got all kinds of other things to do, right? It's like we were, you know, we could be anywhere. We could be at the beach. <laughs> I like the beach, you know, certain beaches. Anyway, the reality is that God's looking for us to be full on with him, and that's not a punch to get you to come to church. I just really believe that the Holy Spirit wants us to be full on in everything, everything. We don't delay. We don't put, you know, we don't settle. We don't, we don't take a nap. We don't, listen, it's called an awakening for a reason because God wants to wake the entire church up so that we walk in this place where we're, we're continually feeding on him. And, and when I'm feeding on him, I'm very much alive. When I'm feeding on the word of God, it, wake, it awakens me to, to another level. And so he wants to pull down strongholds, right? And so pulling down strongholds, it's so that they are so reinforced. Listen, there are things that are reinforced in the mind of believers I will just talk about believers because I'm talking to you guys today. There are things that are reinforced and resistant, but they can be eradicated by the power of God and, and weapons that are supplied by the Holy Spirit. Okay? So the, what happens is when we get in this place, we get in this mode of we lay back, we, 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 we just go into a, a docile moment. I've, I've had them. I haven't had one lately. Pray for your pastor that he's always fiery and burning, really. So the reality is I don't, I don't really deal with that anymore. I don't. I don't deal with the lethargic kind of slugging because I just can't get enough. And I want to know, God, we want to see a pillar of fire and a baptism of fire. And what, it's in 10 days. But I just want to see a baptism of fire today. I'm not concerned about 10 days, although that'll be great. I'm concerned about a baptism of fire when I wake up in the morning. Like, I need the, God's baptism of fire. And here's the thing. So there's so many things that hold us back from stepping in to what God has because we've got resistance in our minds. There's building blocks that the enemy has been indoctrinating you with. I'll say indoctrinating. He's been tricking you and lying to you that you don't need something i don't need to get emotional i don't need to do this i don't need to do that because we're taught in a certain and you say it's your personality but it's not usually it's pride it's a big stronghold of pride that keeps us from when we're hurting in our bodies not to get prayer i don't want to bother people i don't want to no i don't want to get in i don't want them laying hands on me i'm afraid who knows what who knows what might happen? I might fall over. Who cares? The Holy Spirit wants to do something. So, so this word stronghold has two meanings. It's a fortress. It's a, it's a castle. But it's also a prison. So it's crazy. It's got this twofold meaning. It's trying to keep things out, and it's also trying to keep you locked up. So what happens when, we, when we're in the stronghold of God? That's where I want to be. I'm in God's stronghold. I'm in the secret place. I'm not affected by any of the darts of the enemy, and I don't want to be. Leave me in prison with Jesus. But here's what happens. So Every one of us has dealt with mental stuff that keeps us imprisoned and keeps us locked up and keeps us out of, out, because there's things coming at you from the outside that are keeping you from stepping out into freedom. And so it's first in, impenetrable, right? So we need to pray, God, would you penetrate every area of my life? Are you praying those prayers? Because I'm, I'm encouraging you. Because what I want to do is I want to see in my own life that there's no place. I'll be like that, the disciple that said, no, the, Jesus said, there's nothing in him. There's no guile, right? I want to be that disciple that, that, listen, I'm impregnable to the things that the enemy's trying to throw at me. But I am very pliable and humble, and I throw aside the things that push me that I throw aside the things that keep me from moving in to God's fullness because I want all of who he is, right? 
And so strongholds, ready, are lies. They're lies that you believe. Strongholds are the things that you believe that have, have kept you from, from stepping into uh, new things in, in God because you just, you're okay. And you convince yourself, part of it's your flesh. Part of it is your flesh. But I believe the enemy does a whisper and then your flesh says, yeah, I agree with that. Oh, it's the wrong yes. You know what I'm saying? And so there's a desire inside that has to be birthed, right? We'll pray for that, it, that the Holy Spirit would just come. And, and b- listen, every believer has these things going on in their lives. There's health things that are impregnable. Because there's been, there's been, same, uh, there's been familiar things that have come down the line to you. From generation to generation. And even things, you know, it's difficult for people in the medical field to even think miracles and miraculously because they, they're so programmed to, to think about it medically. What's going to happen? If I go off this, then what's going to happen? It's, it happens. And, I, and I'm not anyone in the medical field. I love you. You know, it, but it's true, right? We get a mindset, and there's all kinds of things that dictate our mindsets, right? Our upbringing, our profession. Our old religious minds, our new religious minds, our out-of-whack religious mindsets. Seriously, and all these things, why? It's the Word of God that's going to bring everything back because the Holy Spirit will do it through His Word. He'll bring you back in line. And the Holy Spirit speaks to you because He's your helper, He's your teacher. Right? And you know all that. Right? So you've learned and you've been trained by those things. And they control our belief systems and what you believe about yourself, and, and probably what, h- about how other people think of you. <laughs> no, seriously, because some of us don't step out of our boxes because we're concerned about, first of all, how we think of ourselves, then how other people think of us, right? It's, it's just the truth. Sometimes there's things that are holding you back because you, you think badly of yourself, Right? You don't want to step out. You don't want to do anything. You, you don't want to be in fellowship. You want to isolate. You want to stay away. You, you know, you've got, you, you got your own plans, and p- that doesn't fit your plans. And, and, and God wants to come in, and, and it's so important, right, that we look at each other with grace and just give people freedom to have mistakes, like to make mistakes. And, and if someone responds badly, right, this is where love comes back into everything. If someone responds badly, again, it's about strongholds. How do we respond back? How do I respond? And the Holy Spirit wants to just purify us in every way. Listen, I'm, I'm really getting into the nitty-gritty again. But I know this is the Lord, that he's looking for a people that are like, there's so much grace that's released to one another in community and in family. Ready? In family. Because some of our, listen, sometimes we go through stuff with our kids and we we can't even get our kids out of stuff and you think you're going to do it on your own but you don't want to tell anyone oh come on let's talk about the pastor right sometimes there's things going on and you want you want help and you just got to share it with someone and be vulnerable so vulnerability is key right yeah so and thoughts have been ingrained and they exert they exert power over your life Everyone say power Power. over your life. Jesus has power over your life. But there's been things in the past that have been ingrained in you that have power over your life. And the enemy takes advantage of those things. It's, It's things that we've thought in the past. And he's trying to move us into new places of thinking and living. Literally living there. Listen, what? You, some of us need to fast just to get free in certain areas of our minds. And you say, well, I don't need to fast. No, it's probably you do need to fast. You probably do, right? And so they hold place in, in our, our thinking and our emotions, and they sabotage our self-worth and our self-image, right? And so they can have roots in multiple levels of our lives, but we're going to walk in this complete freedom in this, in this new, new time because I'm, I'm prophesying over you while I'm giving you tools, right, to be aware of. I believe that the Lord is looking for a body that will be completely free of all our isms and all our neurotic behavior and all our weird stuff that we do. Hello. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you know, we got, I do things in my 
people look at me, you know, it's like, listen, the Holy Spirit is on this and he's trying to bring a body into like complete alignment with who he is because I'm believing, I'm believing the winds are already blowing. I could see it today. I could see it today. I've seen it all month. Last month, I could see it just a, a flowing of the Holy Spirit, and I know he's trying to prepare. I don't care if we're, we're, we're 40, 60, however we are. It doesn't matter because the reality is he wants to do this for us. I know it, and watch, watch. I just promise you it's going to be an explosion of God's power because you're going to learn to love well. You're going to be able to walk in this truth. You're going to be able to be absolutely free from anything that holds you and binds you and nothing will flip it won't even you won't even flinch when the enemy comes at you when someone says a, a backwards word to you okay so oh, I kind of went over all that the war is real but Jesus reigns and Look, you know, the enemy is just looking to rob and kill and destroy. Let me just say this. From the beginning, because this is important, from the beginning of time, the time that we know, the enemy came in and was, had a mission to trip up humanity so that he could control the earth. I'm going to say some strategic things now because the reality is that is what he did. He came in. He caused man to sin. Adam and Eve were cast out of what? God's, the fullness of God's presence. All that what? The plan of Jesus would come. And now we live in that time. But the reality is the tricks are no different than back then. The enemy despised humanity because why? Because God wanted sons and daughters to be with him. And, and actually, he already had that position. He actually went in, if you read, if you study, he went in and out of God. <laughs> he went in and out of God. I'm not going to, that's a, that's a road we're not going right now. But the reality is that, that he was in such communion with God and he was the, the lead worshiper. He was, that's why he attacks this. That's why he attacks the sounds in the earth. That's why he attacks all those things. That's why he's constantly nagging you with media and things that I don't care if it's good or bad. It will distract you from the good. It will distract you from the better. It will distract you from the king and his kingdom. It will distract you from the things that are more important, and that is him and his presence. And I, I, I love it. It's a tool. It's, if it's used for good, it's great, but it's not your life. And if you live from that life, you need deliverance. <laughs> I promise you, check, uh, check the time. Oh, come on. Turn the thing on on your phone. It'll tell you how, many, how much time you spent on your phone. Okay, I won't, I won't go there. I might. I did. Uh, how are we doing? I feel hot. Okay. Because he is, listen, listen. So this, is, this, is, this was so important. The enemy is looking to just keep humanity captive. All of humanity's destiny is to live with Jesus. Jesus, the Lord was sent so that not one would perish. And when God says not one, he meant not one. And we keep going back and forth with our theology. Well, if God said not one would perish, then I'm believing that we can win the world for Jesus. And that our portion of that, whatever that looks like, whatever sphere he, he decides to give us, is going to work for the better good to see a great harvest. And we want to see the harvest of the Lord. We want to see the power of God moving. We want to see the, the destiny of people. People not just sitting here being inactive, but moving in a, in a realm of glory and, and touching people for the gospel, right? Okay. So we wrestle not against flesh or carnal things. So you always need to remember that because I have to remember that. I've been in arguments with people and I got to remember it's not, it's not the person. <laughs> Whatever that is in your wife, it's not. No, I'm just teasing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll get that later. Whatever that is in your husband, I'll do it that way. You know? Right? Come on. I'm talking about 
you see things manifest in people, and the Holy Spirit is wanting us to live in this place where we understand it's not flesh. It's the Spirit. It's spiritual things, right? It's, it's things that, that we, don't, we don't really understand, ready? So the word wrestle, wrestle is, a, is struggling or a hand-to-hand combat, ready? So I, I just want you to see this because if you look, if you think of what the Corinth, what Corinth looked like at the time, it was a, a place of really debauchery. I'm just going to tell you, it had, there was tens of thousands. It wasn't a small little city. Paul was sitting this, writing this to the church that was in the midst of a debauchery, of a, of a community that was steeped with witchcraft, uh, pornography, all kinds. Listen, they literally had 1,000 prostitutes that would come out at night, out from the temple, and go into the streets. And, and the, the, really, it was intense. There was also other things that would happen in the same city. They had a big coliseum. I would call it a coliseum, but they called it something that was a palastria. It was, it was a huge place for combat sport, and that's where this word came from. Wrestle. It's where the word came from. And what they would do was the boxers would go in, and it was not like, you know, 15-round boxing or 13-round boxing or whatever they have now. It was you go in, you have gloves that have serrated. They're steel, and they're serrated and they put helmets on you. And you either fight to the death or fight till one gives. You don't have rounds, you fight to the end. And it was bloody and it was brutal and, and there was others that would not, they would, the wrestling was like the tame thing. But then they had this other sport that was called palais. And it was really, basically, it was without limits. The only rules where there were no rules. <laughs> Ever hear that? There were no rules. So you break bones, you shatter people, you do whatever it takes to win against the opponent. And and this was entertainment. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I just want you to get a, a graphic picture of what the enemy wants to do to a believer. There are no rules with him. So the best rule for us is to get close to Jesus. The best rule for me, listen... He wants to take out the generations behind me. He wants to take out my family. He wants to take out all those. If, and it, so, I'm, I'm, all right, I'll be nice. So we want to sit back. And so many places, this is all a show. And we want to make church entertainment. No, it put the fear of the Lord in me as I'm starting to think about it, right? As I began to study, I'm like, God, no, we want the raw power of God. Because when, when, when the word is, is spoken, it's really God is wanting to release the raw power of heaven into a people. So that any raw power, because really one of, the, one of the words speaks of raw power, raw kratos, when it's talking about wrestling and boxing and, and afflicting. This is what the enemy wants to do. It's raw power, but it's strategized. It's raw power that wants to take us out. It's raw power that wants to release hell on America. It's raw power that wants to release global pandemics to cause a shift in the atmosphere of fear and release things on people. And people respond demonically, including politicians and world leaders, all these people. It's demonic. So we need to pray. Ready? If any time we needed to pray, it's now. If any time we needed to walk in integrity and in purity, it's now. If any time that we needed to believe that God can shift an entire nation, or I don't, listen, I'm not worried about the entire nation. I, it will happen. If New England breaks, the whole thing's coming down. I promise you that. New England's the key to unlock the rest of it. I promise you that. I totally, I 100% believe that New England is the 
place that unlike, and I don't care. I've heard it preached to me. I've heard it prophesied to me. It will happen if we walk in incomplete abandonment. That God, I will, I want the raw power of God. I, I defy the raw power of, of darkness. I, I defy it and I walk after you, God, because your life inside of me can defy anything that the enemy tries to bring. So I just I kind of hit this earlier, but principalities speaks of ancient times, and it speaks of the highest and lofty, loftiest positions in rank and authority. That's principalities. Powers is like this. It denotes delegated authority. Rulers of darkness, it's like this. It says it's, it's, it's a meaning of order, and it's speaking of this is what I was telling you before. It's order, but it's raw power. So it gives us an understanding when we're dealing with principalities, powers, and rulers of this dark world, of this dark age, that the Spirit of God is looking for those that can stand and look and see it coming, but know what to do because my intercession is more powerful than standing in the darkness and going, what are we going to do? Because God doesn't want, listen, he put Jesus Christ inside of you because Jesus knows what to do. He put the Holy Spirit inside of you because he knows what to do through you. He knows how to walk in this place. And listen, there's a, there's a place that he's trying to bring us that will live in the raw power, harnessed, harnessed, but it'll be in order. So I want you to see that all of, the, all of, the, all of darkness, we think it's unorganized and chaotic. It is not. It may show up. Listen, I've had... <laughs> We've had demonized people across this aisle, right? It causes chaos in the midst of God's peace, and, and it, it will cause chaos. But there are strategic things that the enemy will do to try and knock us off course and to try and disturb the move of God and trying to do things to, to get us away from where God's trying to bring us, right? Oh, we don't want that in our church. No, that's too charismatic. We don't want to. I don't want demons manifesting. Why are we here? No, because sickness is completely demonic. If I'm here to give you five keys to your better life, oh, mercy. But it's also speaking of military equipping and training. And so I'm saying this because, listen, we take things, you know, there's some movements that are really loosey-goosey about a lot of things. And I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not hard-lined on anything. But I do believe that the church needs to get organized and focused and precision. I want to be like a razor that I can cut darkness and stab the enemy in the throat and walk away and go, ha, Jesus is king. I know, that's graphic, but it's on, it's on, it's out, it's out. I know, I just, I see things. And that last thing, wickedness in heavenly places, is another word. It's vile, vicious, malignant, demonic power sent to afflict humanity. And I say this all because, listen, this is, the, this is the enemy's plan. This is the enemy's plan here. It's the enemy's plan in New England. It's the enemy's plan all over the earth if he can afflict, right? He loves war. He loves hatred. He loves genocide. He loves disease. He loves all these things. So we love Jesus so much that we begin to emanate the opposite of that. You want to know what real warfare is? It's getting in with the Lord and allowing. And listen, this is why I'm saying this so that we don't. Listen, the enemy wants us to forget about him. Just forget about me. And I'm saying, I'm not going to over, I'm not going to lift him and make him big. But I'm going to say, I see you and I know what you're doing. 
And we're not going to have it here. Right? So we gotta, the Holy Spirit is just looking for a people that will just walk in this way, that will defy darkness. And I, I say this to kind of sober us up today, okay? I realize that a little bit of graphic violence today, but that's all right. We're, we're still PG, I think. And, and the Holy Spirit wants us to be, listen, emanating Christ. Greater is he that's in me than he that needs a butt kicking in the world. I know, that's a paraphrase. Right? So Holy Spirit wants to light you up every morning so that you receive greater grace, greater glory on your life. Just to, You're filled with the intentions of God. Okay? 1 John 3, 7 through 8. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. Isn't that good news? Yeah. <laughs> That's a freeing verse right there. I'm righteous. I'm walking in righteousness. And he who sins is of the devil. Well, that's a slight rebuke. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. What's the sin from the beginning? I'm telling you, it's pride. The church thinks sometimes we know everything. We've got it covered. And the Holy Spirit's saying, no, just humble yourself before me. And then I love the end of this. It says, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And so I just want you to see this because I, Jesus, his purpose was to destroy. And that word destroy is to loosen. It's actually the same word that it says that he who comes is greater than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy, right, that he loosened to untie that he wasn't worthy to untie, okay? And so the reality is that God is looking to loosen things in our lives, delivered all of us, and unloose and untie us so that we're walking in this place. Jesus inside of us, destroying the works of the devil, nothing else. <laughs> Are you all right? Everyone all right? Okay, I can, uh, listen, we're just, I'll, Tori, help me, and I'll, I'll get ready. I'll land the plane. Because I just want, there's, God wants to loosen us. He wants to loose us. And there's a way that that happens. Ready? I'm going to talk about that four-letter F word. <laughs> that woke a couple people up. <laughs> Fast. Right? Y'all were thinking, you you're all like, what? Isaiah 58 and verse 6. It's just, you don't have to turn there, but I'll just read it. Is this not the fast which I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness? We're just talking about wickedness, right? To undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free. That you break every yoke. Ready? So really, when he says, when, when this is spoken, he says to loose, to loose, means to open up and to liberate. How many want liberty and liberation in your life? I just believe that the Holy Spirit wants to just liberate the entire church. And it's when he says undo, it says to let loose. And then when he says free, the connotation is this. Exemption from taxation. <laughs> George, George is smiling on that. I like that too. How many like that? Yeah, well, it really means no longer being owned. I was going to say some things, but I won't in light of tax season. The Holy Spirit does not want you owned by anything else, any other entity, any other material thing. He does not want you owned by anything. No longer being owned as a slave is the word. 
But he wants to do this. He wants to let the oppressed go free and break. Break meaning wrench off, tear away, tear to pieces, and tear out. Doesn't sound fun. But I'm telling you, when God gets in you and he wants to do something, he wants to remove things. And sometimes we're holding on to it, but sometimes it's like, ah. I've, I've felt when the Holy Spirit's hit me and changed me dramatically, it hurt. I'm not saying he's in a habit of doing that. But for me, at certain occasions, I felt him like tear something away from me. And I believe that the Lord is looking for those who are willing to let God come in and just take. Lord, just take, tear it, separate it, wrench it away because I don't want it. To make me an instrument to destroy the devil. Not saying you aren't now, but there's things that are going to bring massive upgrade to anoint you and pour out on you and to cause you to bring freedom to people around you because I'm, listen, I need the words of knowledge. I'm asking the Lord for prophecy. I want more healing gift moving in my life and flowing in my life and the Holy Spirit wants to do this through you. He's desiring to do this in you and so will you let him come and just take it away? Would you come and let him just get you free? You're no longer a slave but you're free. You're completely free. You're not taxed by anything else. So I say this to encourage you and encourage you in this. There's 10 days till this event, right? And I just realized it's 10 days from now. So I'm going to write, I'm like calling a fast starting tomorrow. And so it doesn't mean, you know, listen, food is good. If you can do food, I'm encouraging you because, listen, I want to go in the waters. I'm getting dunked. <laughs> you, I'm, you better believe I'm going in the tub. I'll watch everyone else, and then I'll take whatever's left in there. But I believe that the Lord wants to, whether it's three days, and I'm not saying I'm not binding you to ten days. I'm saying fast, one day. Join with us corporately because this whole our whole staff is going to be fasting. The leadership's going to be fasting. And so we want to just do what you can do. Shut the stinking phone off. Unless you're sharing the meeting. And I believe God's going to I believe God's going to meet us in a powerful way on the 23rd and the 24th and the 25th. And throughout the 10 days, I'm expecting something during the 10 days. I'm expecting prayer. I'm expecting Father's Day. I'm expecting whatever whatever time we gather, whatever, when I'm at home. I, listen, I had some, sometimes there's just a grace on it. And sometimes it's hard. So don't worry about the hard. Just push through. Sometimes it doesn't show up till later. All right? So I want you to be free. I want you to be loosened. I want you to be untethered from anything that will hold back. But I want you to be aware of the enemy's tactics. And he's about to be... Listen, there's about... There's so many things that the, the church is about to reveal in these next days. And I just want to be ready for it. I want you to be ready for it. I want you to be prepared for it. It can't just, it's not just going to happen because a few people maybe are obedient. I, it might. It might. But what would happen if there was a whole community that was just like, God, we want you. God, we desire you. God, we're praying. God, we're seeking. God, we're, we're not striving. Lord, we know you. You want to come more than we want you. And that's his desire. So stand. Come on, stand.
start where we stopped in worship. <laughs> we just cry out, yes. And we thank you, Lord, that you desire to come in a stronger way than we even desire you right now. So, Lord, I just, I just declare complete freedom in this place. Freedom in our lives just to step in and engage with you, God. Lord, I speak to every mindset, Lord, that needs a shift, Lord. We, we just lay our lives before you right now, right, right now, all of us, me. I'm right here, God. I'm praying the same prayer as you. I, I want you, Holy Spirit, to just have complete control over my mind, nothing hindering me, nothing, nothing blocking me, God. We, we thank you. Lord, we say yes to your working. We say yes to your way, Lord. Lord, we desire that you come and release miracles, signs, and wonders, but we, we're not looking for you to, for a display, Lord. We're looking for you. We're looking for you in all your glory, and I thank you, Father, that you just, your heart is that an invitation for us to be your crown, to, to be the glory upon your head, to be the, used by you and touched by you, and Lord, the, the diadem of the crown, Lord, I thank you for that. So, Lord, we just speak. We thank you that you're bigger than anything. You're greater than anything we might be fighting with in our minds, in our wills, in our emotions, God. You're greater. And, Lord, everyone that needs physical healing, God, we just speak to the bodies right now. We speak to the blood. We speak to, to the every area, Father. That we need a touch from you. And Lord, I pray right now that you release keen discernment that we would see and understand and know We would be completely organized. <laughs> we would be those that are full with the raw power of God. And we want you. We want you right now. So just come, come if you if you need prayer today, if your body needs prayer, if your mind needs prayer, if you're just desiring, God, I want the raw power of God in my life. I desire that, Father. I ask that you just fill me today, Father, with a fresh, raw power, God. I, I just declare over every single person in this place that the fire of heaven would be released, that the, the glory of God would be released, Father. We don't hold back. We step in. We step in. We spectate step right into where you are, God. And we ask. For you to come and invade every person in this place.